Yo, this is episode 59 of Invite the Neighbors. Um, this is the first quarantine episode. Um, these are all... There's, there's three different bands um, on this episode. It's I was trying to put together like a, a, um, a collage of some of my shorter touring band episodes, and I got it to about an hour. Um, I was going to have more and just make it a longer episode, but I figured, you know, with so many bands having to cancel lately... Um, I figured I'll just put this out just to have content, just to give people something to listen to. But um, first um, band is Brewster from New Jersey, and then after that, uh, Atlas Engine from Brooklyn, and then at the end is Teen Divorce from Jacksonville. Um, so yeah, I mean, you don't need me to tell you that you need to stay home and all that shit. I'm not going to beat a dead horse with that, but that's kind of what I'm doing for the most part trying to be creative um i have some bands lined up that are going to be doing episodes remotely over discord and so if you're listening to this and you'd like to do an internet episode with me um hit me up invite the neighbors at gmail.com or just on instagram uh facebook messenger whatever but um hopefully everybody has been you know not going too crazy and you know for those of you who are out of a job or struggling financially like i feel for you I, you know, if you know somebody who is going through some something like that, you know, reach out, help somebody out, um, and don't be an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't go out partying. Don't don't just don't be stupid. Because the longer you know, people do dumb shit, the longer we're all gonna have to be stuck in our houses. Um. So yeah. Anyways, um, enjoy the episode. Um, and then you know, be on the lookout for. Some more episodes are going to be coming out soon. I might put out like another solo episode just to kind of get all these thoughts, quarantine thoughts off my mind. But anyways, here's uh, Brewster to start things off. Thanks, guys. Now your thoughts on the Obama administration. Is that where you want to start as politics? No, I don't. Okay. No, thanks. Religion then. Religion. <laughs> uh, no, I'll skip that one. Too. How about names? <laughs> What's your name, dude? <laughs> oh, my name is Mark. Mark. Brian, nice, nice to, to meet you, Brian. Chat. And what's the name of your band? Brewster. Brewster. Yeah. And you said you're from New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. That's right. And how do you know this character, Pat Ray? Uh, we met this past spring as I was touring back from South by Southwest, aka Worst Enemy. Hello. Oh, yes. Pat Ray here. I have a guest <laughs> interview question. Yes. Uh, what gives you the right? Uh, a follow-up question. Who do you think you are? Hmm. I am Brian Porter. <laughs> I am Pat Ray. <laughs> that was a bad Pat Ray impression. This podcast's already off the rails. But so like uh are you on is this like a part of like a tour? Yeah, I'm I'm on tour by myself right now for the first time ever. Okay, so do you like normally you're in like a full band setup or Yeah, I have a live band for Brewster. Uh Brewster is just the name that I put out oh, music Brewster. under. Oh, okay, okay. And I have a live band, uh but recently been doing some solo stuff and more acoustic vibe and oh, okay. uh booked this one as kind of like a get out of my comfort zone kind of situation. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Pat hit me up like 2 days ago. He's like, "Hey, you should come and play in podcast, so I think I'm joining you guys." Cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh have you played out here before? Yeah, played at a DIY spot in March. Oh, and that okay. was a lot of fun with Pat. Do you remember what it was called? Late Station. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just showed down, actually. Oh, bummer. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I blame them. I hope everybody's okay. They were all real nice. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. I don't blame them. It's just like I, the lease was up kind of situation? No, it, it's just like... It's like the return on the investment really isn't isn't so great after a yeah, while. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? Like it's like totally understandable. And they 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 put their time in. You know, yeah, they, they yeah. did a lot for the music scene and cool. whatever. And I think they just want to take a break. Yeah, I don't and blame them at all. The guy who's running, uh, who lives there, Greg, his band After Hours Radio, they just split up too. So I think okay, I think they were a band time for, like, for new things. Yeah, I think they were a band for like five years or something. So it's like. And they're still in their like mid to early twenties. Okay, so, cool. Well, good you know, for good for Greg and yeah. And the rest I, of them. I, you know what I mean. I could see them like wanting to just take a break yeah. from all the chaos. Yeah, I get that. How long have you been uh, playing music as this uh, as Brewster? As Brewster for uh, probably a fish officially about a year or so. I put out music for the first time last year. I've been playing shows as Brewster for maybe two years or so. Oh, okay, maybe and a little less than that. Have you like? Um, how many tours have you done? This is my second tour as Brewster. Okay. Yeah. How long is the run that you're on right now? 
Uh, I will be done next Tuesday. So seven. It's eight shows in seven days. Eight shows in seven yeah. days. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, was the first one kind of same length or longer? Or? It was longer. It was twice as long, actually. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. we went down. We we My label is in Austin. So we went down for South by and then uh, toured our way back and like took our time. Oh, so it was like okay. after Texas, it was, I mean, we had, there was like one eight hour drive to get to Ar- Arkansas, like Ozarks area after that. But then it was just like four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours. Four yeah. Hours, here that, hours. that's like the golden, the golden number. Yeah. It's like four hours. Definitely. You don't want to drive more. Than I had four, four hours today and it was, it was a breeze. Where were you yesterday? Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like it over there too? I love Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah had Pittsburgh's a great time sweet. yesterday. I hear people say it's like hard to book over there. I um, have lucked out. Uh, I was in a band called Man Dancing a couple of years ago, okay. and we made friends with some Pittsburgh bands, uh, and I played with some of those friends. Oh, side. okay. Yeah, that's how it So works, I haven't I had like. to go in for a cold call yet. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's like one of the biggest things that this podcast helps me, is like when I catch a touring band or whatever. Oh, sure, I yeah. I interview them, and then like if I, I haven't like toured yet, but like when I'm, when I'm there to Thinking book ahead one, of time. you know yeah. what I mean? Smart, It's smart. like, okay, now I got it. New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Summer, there you, know you know go. I mean? You know where to find me. Yeah, yeah. Or you will later, I guess. <laughs> or, or Pat will know where to find just yes, about anybody. Yes, for sure. That's why he's a great enemy to make. Friend, I mean. <laughs> a friend of me, I believe, is the yeah. term. Yeah. yeah, he's been known as a number of things. DIY supervillain is one I heard I could see the that. other day. I could see that. He's constantly doing these things. I'm like, I'm, I, I, I don't Prankster. play those games, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little okay signs. Yeah, like, for for you listeners at home. Yeah, yeah. I just there was an okay sign like, held down. Yeah, uh, hold on by your the leg. thigh. <laughs> what does that mean? That you just get they get you to get punch to get you? punched. Yeah, yeah. It's Technically, you could a, punch me because I'd look at you when you did it. Such a good game, dude. <laughs> it's such a good game. I like how we're sitting. I, I forget that people can't see us. We're literally sitting in a windowsill. Yeah, this is beautiful. Second <laughs> yeah. floor, beautiful like in Arbor, Michigan, right on State Street, like right above the State Theater. I just saw one of those uh, scooters with the apps outside. Yeah, like they they do. Your response is what everybody has to them. I'm a big fan of these things. I feel like I might be the only one, but they're so much fun. Well, yeah, I mean they're not that they're They're not that bad in Ann Arbor, but I've been to like Nashville or like down to even Austin. I've been in Austin. Austin is where I saw them everywhere, dude. They're everywhere. Yeah, I, I guess it's unsightly, but it's just so it's just so fun. I've never ridden one before. Oh, it's great. I recommend it. Your one mind th- might get changed about them. One time I was like, I was tailgating here in Ann Arbor and like we were out on the porch playing beer pong and then there was like a bird scooter out in front and this kid wearing a cape walked by and like kicked it down just for no reason. <laughs> and we we're like, fuck you, you know? Yeah. And he's like flipping us the bird and stuff. So he like walked down two houses down like into a house so i went and took the scooter and walked it into nice. the house nice. and put it in the living room nice. and just walked out very nice they oh so you so... broke into his home no it was just <laughs> door was wide open I, will, I was just gonna put it on the porch that's still trespassing just yeah yeah but he kicked <laughs> the bird yeah, yeah, yeah he kicked the bird and then he flipped you the bird yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I did a little bit of mild so you went into his nest yeah <laughs> i placed it there, there gently i just wanted him to walk out because there was nobody there it was like everyone had gone upstairs or something i don't know but like when i walked in onto the porch i noticed the door was wide open yeah and there was no one in the living room so i just went set the bird in there hoping that like when that kid came down it was like oh my god like what did i do to that bird you know right it's haunted right. me it's yeah it's a haunted bird a bird go- there's something there i mean that was that was the logic in my head anyway i get it you don't have to justify it to me i'm on your side yeah. <laughs> lawless i feel like pat is drunk right now maybe he said he's been drinking good good i want to air that out uh like put it on the air yeah yeah, 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 out to your podcast i'm gonna air my grievances with pat but i need an entire episode to air all my grievances yeah well you you do have the you have the format yeah i have the platform (laughs) i do (laughs) well uh so this is gonna be the first in a string of several um interviews on this episode i'm like crafting this episode over like multiple um events where i just show up like this cool and just do like five, 10 minutes with somebody yeah so before i cut this do you want to just like let people know where they can find you on social media yeah uh my my uh handle across all of the social media sites is brewster tunes t-u-n-e-s not okay. not like cartoons um records on spotify and everything yeah yeah Would you, no. oh no <laughs> hello i'm just saying we're gonna start open mic soon oh, okay yeah we're perfect <laughs> So we're we're gonna log off. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you get everything you needed? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Records on Spotify. Forever better kissers. Come see a show. I love sweet. you. Thanks for listening. All right. Sweet. Thanks, dude. 
Okay, so that was Brewster. Um, up next is Atlas Engine. Uh, well, Nick from Atlas Engine just happened to run into him when I was hanging out at a friend's house, and I had my podcast stuff with me, and I was like, "Hey, you know, we, should, we were just talking about how we're both in bands and stuff." And I was like, "Would you like to do a podcast sometime?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "Well, I got it in my car," <laughs> so we we're like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." So we just did um a little one-on-one impromptu episode so again this is uh nick from atlas engine they're from brooklyn new york check them out okay so what was your name again (laughs) my name is nick nick am i am i on yeah yeah perfect yeah we're on and then atlas engine that's right is your is your band yeah and you're doing a solo tour solo tour don't you like how i'm asking you questions like forming it making the form of a question things that you just told me two minutes ago that's <laughs> make it seem like it's the an jeopardy st- the jeopardy style <laughs> podcast yes what is yes <laughs> so this episode as i was just telling you is like a touring band special where uh it's kind of coming together organically i guess so like the first band i had on was brewster from new jersey and yep. and now your second of I don't know how many people are going to be on this episode. We'll see. Once I get to like, I don't know, a couple hours of content or something, I'll just I'll just export it. Call it. Yeah. Yeah. Call it at that point. But yeah, why don't you tell me what you're excited to say? <laughs> well, the thing Brewster. is that Mark from Bruce is my my homie. He's my, he's one of my top dudes. We used to uh, play in a band together in uh, in New York and New Jersey and stuff, and we've. Before that, we played in bands, you know, together on bills and stuff. Uh, so I've known him for a long time. Um, we were just recently uh, in a songwriting group where we uh, would um, submit weekly song submissions, and it was so it was so fucking cool being in a group with him and some of our other friends like Seamstress and Edna and Ryan Egan and some other guys where you were just getting like inspired by all these different types of artists on a weekly basis by the stuff that they were putting out. And so it was kind of just like a nice, like, I don't know, there'd be weeks where you were able to kind of just write a song and it'd be really easy. And then there'd be other times where it's tough, man. It's tough to like write a song every week. And all yeah. of a sudden you would get, you would get a submission from Mark or from somebody and you'd be like, Oh shit. Right. The the bar is raised again. I got to get back in. Oh, so, okay. So it's like this like constant motivation thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a lot of like, positive peer pressure almost yeah you know? yeah um so it was great and, and so so yeah so there's so many like different ways that we've worked together throughout the years um so it's really cool that you just said that, <laughs> that he's yeah. on your show and he's actually how you know kind of how i got hooked up with uh with this midwest tour to begin with so um so yeah this is this is literally day three of of a midwest tour that i'm on um by so yourself I, right by myself okay yeah so Atlas Engine is a is a rock band. So we play with four or five pieces depending on the night, and um, uh, you know that's kind of how we've been operating. But um, I wanted to get out. You know, I wanted to get out of town, and um, it was getting tough to figure out scheduling for everybody, and it was kind of a short notice thing. So I just figured, hey, I'll just you know try and do it solo. I know my friend Mark just did it. Let's see how he you know who he hit yeah. up and how it worked out. So yeah, he was kind of one of the first guys I, I reached out to and that's kind of how this all came together. So. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Like I, we only talked for like 10 minutes because it, he was playing at, uh, the open floor in Ann Arbor. It's like this, oh, cool. basically like it's open mic, but like mm-hmm. Pat and them, they know the people who run it. So occasionally paddle book acoustic shows there. Yeah. So it was Pat played acoustic for Seaholm and, uh, I went up there and I played the open mic <laughs> just because I was there, you know, and I like Pat will tell me sometimes like, hey, you know, uh, there I have a touring band after the show. If you're free, you should come up and interview them for the podcast or whatever. Cool. So and that this was the first one that I did was Mark. And um, so I just brought all my shit up there just like this. <laughs> I should honestly just keep it in my car. But yeah. <laughs> like whatever, because I never know like when I'm going to run into these people now. Well, do you want to explain to your listeners how this just happened? Yeah, I mean, I just like, I think actually, I think I would just rather leave it a mystery. Like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's just like, I don't know, because I don't know. We're in a McDonald's bathroom right now. Yeah, yeah. Because like every, every episode, like people, it's, they're always just in my room or they're like at a show or something like that. Yeah. I like the idea, and this is just for me. I like the idea that like 
nobody would have any idea like how i met this dude from brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) and then i'll like tell people off air and shit yeah yeah. but like i think i'm gonna start doing that for like these touring band things (laughs) keep keep the mystery the mystery and the magic is good yeah and i think you got to be ready for the pop-up podcast whenever you're ready yeah keep it keep it on you keep it in your in your car yeah it's here we go it's wild (laughs) but so yeah so like about your band though like do you is this the first time you've done like a solo tour for it or yeah i've done you know we've played out of town i've played out of town before but it hasn't you know it's maybe been weekend runs or you know if i if i travel somewhere i'll try and just set something up you know whether it's on vacation or or whatever um so i was in london a couple months ago oh um, cool so i was able to set up a solo show there which was cool and so I, i have a solo version of atlas engine kind of yeah ready to go and so, you know, in these situations, um, it's nice to have that so I can kind of be flexible and kind of keep the project moving forward and 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 kind of get into new places and stuff. That's sweet. Yeah. Like, that's, that's so funny that you mentioned that because, like, I literally just had that, like, epiphany where I'm like, if I'm going on vacation somewhere, why can't... I mean, yeah. the DIY tour page exists. Why can't I just like, have a show? Like, yeah, try just to set it up. It. It's great. And it's, and it's one of those things, too, where I, you know, it's kind of a bigger epiphany that I had where it was like, I, I want to stop saying no to opportunities. Yeah. And so this was something where Atlas engine is a band, but it is mostly kind of my project. Yeah. yeah. And so because of that, nobody's offended that I'm on tour without them necessarily. Right. Um, so yeah, so I just want to be able to kind of, like I said, say yes and, 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 and do more. So it's been great. I mean, like this is, like I said, this is day two. Um, I'm doing um, seven shows in eight days. And then uh, cool. ending ending up in Brooklyn on uh, on thir- this coming Thursday the fifth uh, for a homecoming show with all the with all the guys. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that'll be nice. That like, I feel like the 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 chance for burnout is is more. I feel when you're playing just by yourself because it's like you're not getting like the full experience of the songs mm-hmm. necessarily. But it'd be nice to come home and like have like that payoff at the very end of it where you get to play with everybody yeah i bet you yeah that's gotta be pretty cool well because it's it's definitely a sacrifice between like um you know the full vision of the band is like a full you know full band yeah um but the flexibility and the mobility of being able to do this tour is really great but there is there is a give and take where it's like okay yeah i get to do all this stuff but it's not the full you know you're not getting the full thing right it's different and it's cool and i think a lot of people um I think it's cool that, you know, people here, you know, uh, a lot of people in Chicago um, bought the record, which was really nice. And I was really excited for them to hear what it's going to sound like, you know. Yeah. To, you know, they, they got they got me. I play uh, when I play solo, I do it with a loop pedal and I kind of try to build these oh, atmospheres because the type of music that I play, as you know, is yeah, very uh, kind of atmospheric indie rock kind of thing. And so there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of um, textures and stuff and harmonies so i try to kind of cover that with this loop pedal and some other kind of like what loop pedal you use the uh rc20 xl it's like the okay the, the red one it's got two buttons oh okay yeah i was old school thinking about getting the rc3 mm-hmm. is it the rc the, just the one the, the, solo the, the one, little yeah. boss one yeah but just for uh because like i'm recording an album right now and i'm putting like interludes in between uh-huh. each songs and yeah. i want to like store them on the loop pedal so that like when i instead of trying to do stage banter poorly like i can just play the interludes that are on the album yep that's like, that's a great idea i think you should do that yeah there's also the ditto which you can oh and the ditto is more for live looping so never mind yeah RC3 i've played on those and i trying to actually loop i, I mean i commend you for it it's <laughs> such a pain in the ass like trying to get the timing perfectly and everything oh it's that is a that is like a uh it's a nightmare when you can't do it. And then when you do do it, it feels really great. And I love yeah. the fact that there's an element of danger in every night that I play <laughs> yeah. because you could fuck it up. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, how do I get out of this? You know? And yeah. You know, for me, at least that that's the stuff. I mean, hey, if you when like playing, that, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> props to you, man. It's like, it's like the closest I can get to like an improv set, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. well, this is a new challenge for me right now. Let's figure yeah. it out. So I, you know, I played tonight and of course, you know, some, something happened with, with one of my pedals just kind of acting up. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I just did a new take on the song and nobody knew the difference in the crowd. But right, for me, it was right. like, oh, this is a cool new fresh thing. Yeah. It came out of a little bit of chaos and stress, but right. I don't know. I've been doing this for a while, so it's actually fun for me. But yeah. <laughs> you point. can, you can do it like, especially when you don't have the band behind you right. to, to worry about, like it's, it's, it's your mess to fix. Whereas like, exactly. If you fuck up a loop 
when say if like if minus the bear or something <laughs> if, if they fucked up a loop yeah then it throws everybody off yeah i don't i don't touch it with with the band i don't yeah you know like <laughs> rocking like two dl4s or something <laughs> yeah like exactly that, just going wild yeah that's like, why i really appreciate that band battles they battles do a lot sick, of that dude. cool like live yeah. stuff which i once you do it you really appreciate it a lot yeah more, you know? like, yeah. yeah battles is crazy yeah there was one time like speaking of pedal mishaps there's this one part in the song where in one of my songs where it's like this it's really clean and then uh there's like this build up and then there's like a pause and then it comes in with like heavy guitar and like this like the whole like the band like comes in it's like one of those like really climactic moments and like i stomped so hard down out of it i almost fucked my interface but i stomped so hard out of just like excitement or whatever and I, it was gonna supposed to be this awesome moment <laughs> and my foot turned the volume all the way down on the pedal so it was just like silence oh, <laughs> yeah man. it was just like oh fuck <laughs> man luckily i have two overdrive pedals so i quickly turned on another one i was like okay yeah. and then i'm good <laughs> but it was just like pedals exactly not what you want yeah yeah, yeah yeah but but I, I know what you mean though as far as like being um back to being having it be kind of your project it's kind of nice in a way it's like a blessing and a curse at times because you can go do the solo thing if you want yep and people aren't going to be like upset but at the same time where it bothers me is like it would be nice sometimes to to be the type of person that can let people (laughs) be a part of like share yeah yeah, it's (laughs) it's for me it's like if i'm gonna like share a ton I need to have like a, a second band. Like uh, I need, that, yeah. I need to have my thing and to, in order to like be happy in music. Otherwise there's no point in me trying. I've learned this through failing in bands, Yep. but I just can't, I have to have a thing that's mine. Like I, that is exactly how Atlas engine started. I was playing and all I was, I was, you know, I, I play most instruments pretty well. Oh, and I, I, there's a lot of things I don't do well, but I play instruments pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I play drums, I play bass, guitar, piano, and only thing I never did really was sing. And then I kept joining all these other bands as kind of like the utility side guy, whatever yeah, you need, yeah. you know, wherever you need me, throw me in, kind of thing. And kept having creative clashes because I had ideas for what the drums should do, I had ideas what the yeah. guitar should do, whatever. And um, so finally, I was like, all right, I gotta start my own thing. And so yeah. I did that and I, I just recorded all the instruments and I was the idea was, okay, well, I'll just find a singer. And then by the time I was done with it, I, I just kind of, you know, I, I took some voice lessons with my friend because I wasn't finding anybody. Right. And I was right. like, oh, I can actually sing. Cool. Yeah. And then I figured it out and it's been, it's been good. But yeah, that, that I've thought about that too. And that I, I need my own thing and I, I love being a sideman in other bands. Yeah. Because it's like a stress reliever almost. Yeah. There's no I just show up. Yeah. You know? And I get to be stressed out about this band. And I, I like that and I need that. I need something to to care about and put all my creative and just like other energy into. Yeah. Um, but then and it really allows me to play in other bands and just enjoy it for just the music. I don't have to worry about the Facebook posts. Y- right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to worry about the story uh or any of that shit. I can just kind of play music, which is right. nice. Like I I uh I met these guys. It's like another booking promotion company in the area, but they're called Scheme 13. And like Mm -hmm. they started booking my band and like, well, because of the podcast, they found the podcast and then they started booking me for that. And I'm like, hey, I play in a band too. So just put me on your show and stuff. Yeah. But they like those guys have a band and they it's it's called Aperture. It's like this metal. It's like like heavy. It's kind of like every time I die. Okay. Sort of thing. And I was like, hey, if you guys ever need a guitar player, like, let me do. I would love to just play guitar in a metal band. And they're like, yeah, dude. Nice. So it's like I get to potentially just just. And the thing is, just learn the songs and play shows and not worry about a a damn thing other than that. And I'm like, I'm so excited about that. That's great. And it turns out that they want to play bass in what I'm doing. So it's helpful to find like people that have like, like, because that's their thing. So it's almost like we can swap members like have sort of some of the same members and the understanding being like you know when we're doing in a daydream my band like it's everyone they everyone respects the fact that we're just doing kind of what i want to do with with respect to like giving them a little bit of creative leeway too right because but there has to be somebody kind of manning the ship yeah and so yeah each ship has a different captain or whatever before you want to use yeah it's good for me it's like i'm gonna just record all the parts on the album 
And then for the live show, I'm not so concerned that it's exact. It's right. an exact replica. Like I want the people like that are actually playing live with me to feel like they have input. Yeah. Because you don't want to feel like a dictator. You know what I mean? You don't want them totally. to feel like, oh, I'm just playing everything you played note for note. I feel yeah. like I couldn't handle that. Yeah. So I'm just like, just do your best interpretation of what I recorded. Yeah. And I'm happy because no one in the audience knows the difference anyways. Well, I think um I think about that all the time, right? And that kind of same same thing for me, right? Very much a control freak on the yeah. album stuff. Yeah. I know what I want to hear. I I I, I record it, I produce it, I do all the stuff that I want to hear. And I remember hearing, and I was really getting frustrated with the first iteration of the band when they weren't doing that. Right, right. And I had to kind of like pull myself aside and be like, wait a second, like you're playing with very talented guys. Um, like just think about this a different way kind of thing. And I was, I was lucky I was able to do that and like kind of just talk myself out of that. And I think one of the pieces that got me there was I, I was reading an article uh, that Kevin Parker from Team Impala was, yeah. was giving. And he was giving an interview and he said something to the effect of like, I make the record the way I want it. And then I have the live band and it's almost like a cover band, like reinterpreting my song. Yeah. And that, that kind of mindset really helped me in being like, okay, great. Like I have what I, I have the vision that Nick wants and that that's what the song needs to be for me to be happy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I'm going to play it live and I'm going to get these guys that are great players and I'm going to have them be their best version of themselves. Yeah. Playing my songs. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to try and make them all play. I have drummers that are better than me and I'm trying to get them to play drums like me. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, yeah, play yeah. drums the way that you play the drums. It's you're holding yourself back right. too. And especially like if you can do what you're describing and, and, and have them do it well, it's, it's a better thing for your audience. I feel like, yeah, as a, as a crowd member, the album, they'll want, listen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If they want the album, they'll listen to the album. Yep. But like to get a different, uh, of different variety in the live performance, it's for me, like that's kind of what I want to see. Yeah. That's you the know? goal. I think I, 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 uh, I think about it all the time with, with bands that, you know, you go and you see and they, they play to a track and they, you know, and I feel like it's gotten better. I feel like I feel like it maybe like hit a saturation point, and then people have kind of stopped doing it a little bit more. But I feel like there was a point where everyone was playing to a track, and it was just like, okay, this sounds exact. You know, I don't even know if you're playing right now. I don't even know if you're singing. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Right. And and um, yeah, that's I don't know. For me, that's just there's nothing interesting in that. And and I yeah. feel like most I feel like most casual fans also agree with that. Like obviously we are biased. Sterile, yeah. Um, right because we're <laughs> the same as far as what we want yeah but i feel like but i feel like a lot of people i don't know you you obviously hear people who are like oh man is that like that show was great it sounded just like the album but i feel like a lot of people are more likely to say you know it was cool they did different stuff yeah it wasn't like the album yeah i don't know see like the best bands to me like i love manchester orchestra mm-hmm. and they their live show they're one of the best bands i've ever seen live i mean outside of like radiohead and you know radiohead's an amazing live. yeah they've got number one for me forever. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they're they're just insane they're i just talked about this in my last episode the moonshape pool tour i saw them in detroit it was just fucking crazy yeah but manchester is like uh they sound perfect they sound like they sound like album quality mm-hmm. but they spin it up a little bit you know what i mean like yeah. they'll do longer jam sessions right, or, or right. they'll like parts that are that are like quiet they'll jam out on you know yeah. like so that's cool mm-hmm. and like a, a lot of it will sound exactly like perfect like the album but then they add in this these extra things that you don't expect yeah you know so it's and cool. i think from from an artist perspective i think that comes both from a i mean yeah i'm sure part of it is like a what can we do for the fans yeah. but also if you're playing if you've been playing a song for the last 10 years if you're playing creep <laughs> Dude, right. It's right. like, well, how you know, how else can we do this, you know? Right. And so I think it's vital. And that's why honestly, that's why I like doing this tour so much because I'm reinterpreting all of my songs in ways that, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff with the loop pedal where there's one, you know, there's a part of the song that, you know, let's say eighty percent of the song is this one loop, but then there's a, you know, a middle section that needs to change. And in the in the recording, it gets, you know, it, it gets big. Like yeah, when yeah, it changes, yeah. it gets it gets big. And I'm and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, well, with this, like the way that this is going on right now, I can't do that because I have to cut the loop that I have, and then I would have to build something else, and I can't because it's supposed to hit right on one. Right, right. Know? So I did the opposite. So now instead of being a building point, it, everything drops out, and it's a quiet part. Oh, okay. And then it, so it's 
you know, and, and and the way that I do it, you know, just kind of like bottoms out and then builds back up and then kind of gets to where the song is anyway. Yeah. And so anyway, it's just kind of like a way of just, that's just one example, but just like um, a way to kind of breathe new life. I mean, I've been playing some of these songs for like three years now, so it's like, okay, you know, what else, yeah. what, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to not play them because people that are in Detroit haven't heard this song. And right. You know, it's a good song. It's I think it's still one of my best, whatever. So I have to keep playing it. Right, right, but right. For me, selfishly, I got to do something to kind of keep me uh, pumped up about it. Right. And it'll make the song. I think it'll if I, you know, you have to be pumped up about your own song for the crowd to be. Oh, yeah, you know? dude. So if I'm if I'm just going through the motions for a song, you're going to know that. Yeah. And so I think whatever an artist can do to keep, keep that it, magic in there. Yeah. Keep it fresh you know? for yourself. Yeah. I think that's key. I think. Another thing I really like besides music is comedy. And I, I see mm. so many parallels between like stand up comedy and that because it's like if you're on tour, you're telling all the same jokes yep. over and over. Like, if I think a joke becoming not funny is it happens so much faster than a song not feeling good, like to the performer. Oh, sure. yeah. So I think it's even harder maybe for them to like come up with interesting ways to like believe that what they're saying is funny still when they've said it a hundred times. Right. But and especially something with comedy, I think it's so interesting is that it's really a such a specific combination of words yeah. and a cadence and a, you know, like it is like that. And may, maybe I'm wrong. Any any comedians listening can can tweet at me if I'm <laughs> if I'm wrong here. But I feel like there's a it's it's like a it's like a like a like a lock, like a security code where like you have yeah. to get all the pieces kind of correct. And in, in that, you know, a song you can kind of is maybe more a little bit more malleable but like but the joke for it to really land has to like you got to hit all like the right yeah kinda, like yeah there's like checkpoints like, throughout yeah like, and i mean i, I have and... comedian friends and like you know you you see how the joke evolves throughout their life their lifetime of telling it in sets and you know they, they keep tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it and it's like okay well no i'm gonna take a bigger pause here or yeah gonna, you know whatever um but no i think that there's so many parallels between comedy and music and uh, I mean, that's why I love hanging out with comedians too. Cause I yeah, feel like, I feel like one, I mean, they're not funny to hang out with usually, but they're but right. they're but they're usually you know um good people and 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 kind of just on the same kind of wavelength as yeah. musicians in terms yeah. of what we what we've got going on and how we kind of see the world and our outputs are different, but um, but yeah, like yeah, I, I, I try to. I'm definitely music first, but I I try to do stand up comedy here oh, and yeah? there too. Yeah, yeah. But and one thing I've found is that, like you said, they're not that that funny to hang out with, or they're like a different kind of funny. Diff- yeah, exactly. It's it's but, very different. And the people I find the comedians, and thank God I don't have to name any names because a lot of these people <laughs> are just like unknown anyways. But like yeah. the ones who really try to be funny when you're hanging out with them end up not being. They're the like the least funny on stage. I feel like yeah, like dude, if you're hanging out with a bunch of comedians or self-proclaimed comedians, you know, and you're clearly trying to make everyone laugh. You think we can't see that? We're the right. funny people. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. You know, but all right, dude, well, it's pretty fucking late and like, I want to <laughs> try to keep these segments fairly short. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely hit you up. Like if, uh, if, if you're going to be in town at the same time as me Yeah, and we'll try to do a full episode. Yes. Oh, Hey, <laughs> Hi. You did, but it's okay. You did. No. <laughs> it's Amanda. Absolutely not. Okay. Amanda well, didn't want that to say was, anything. That only added to the show. <laughs> okay. Hi. She's here. Yay. We'll see we'll see you out there. <laughs> okay. Have fun. Bye. But yeah. Um yeah, I'll definitely uh I'll just edit that out. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I'll, uh, like I said, I'll hit you up. Well, we'll figure out if I'm going to be in New York the same time as you, if you're going to be there while I'm there yeah. and see if we can get the whole band on um, and we can do like a longer one. I just want to keep these segments shorter because I want to try to fit in a bunch of bands on the same yeah, episode. No, I, I, I love that idea of keeping kind of like short little tidbits and uh, we, uh, I'll talk, we'll talk offline about yeah, logistics, but yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to that. And thanks for having me on for this little yeah, dude. This little session right here. You want to just like plug your social medias and like where people can find all the sure. music and stuff? Um, so the name of the band is Atlas Engine. Uh, you can find us on Instagram is kind of where everybody hangs out the most, it seems. So that's Atlas Engine Music. And then we are on Facebook as well with Atlas Engine Music. 
um, Spotify, all that good stuff as well. Uh, you, you, you can find us. So give us all the, all the tweets or whatever. And thank you. Sweet. And that was Nick from Atlas engine. Um, last but not least, I have, um, well, I've hung out with teen divorce when they were touring earlier, um, last year. And I had maybe like 10, 15, 20 minutes to talk with them. So it was one of the first episodes that I had done in my new house, crammed their whole band up into my tiny, um, bedroom spot upstairs. Um, but you know, really cool guys. Um, really engaging, charismatic. I enjoyed hanging out with them and, you know, I hope to see them again sometime when, when they're back in town. So, Fellas, if you're listening to this, hit me up. I'd like to give you a, a full episode. I mean, and this goes for all of you guys who are listening, like all the bands that I've had on. Um, you know, I'm always happy to do repeat guests, you know, as long as you have like a something to promote or if you just, you know, just feel like chatting and I have the space, the availability, I always need more content. So here is uh, Teen Divorce. Um, thanks for listening. Staring in a corner right now, like, all right. Surely this pop- upstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah. You mean downstairs? This is beautiful, by the way. Thanks, yeah. dude. Can I eat this? Yeah, I don't care. As long as it's not cinnamon. No. No, there's not. <laughs> no. Uh, thanks. Yeah. So I just, I just moved in. Uh, you got the whole spot yourself? No, I have two friends that are moving in also. But you but, got the, you got the upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's upstairs. sick. My grandparents own the house. Nice. So like the previous tenants trash the fuck out of it oh really and so like i painted all this shit like i painted repainted the whole house nice and yeah it's nice yeah sorry it's tight quarters up here but um so teen divorce yes yeah where are you guys from jacksonville florida jacksonville florida Mm -hmm. people talk a lot of shit about jacksonville (laughs) including deadpool yeah really yeah i was in the movie he's like i'm not from jacksonville Cat Williams, the comedian, also had like a really yeah. good five minute bit that went viral about it. Basically, just that, like, as opposed to like the hood being in one area, the hood is just everywhere. Oh, that's what I like about it, though. Yeah, it's cool. It's got a yeah. lot of character. That's what I was gonna ask. How do you, how do you guys actually feel about it? I fuck with it. Yeah. Are we allowed to cuss on this? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> no, I yeah. fuck with it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's got a it's got a lot of heart. And yeah. uh, and it kind of like part of the character is that people should talk it, so people kind of understand. Yeah, it. chip it's on the shoulder. Like Detroit. Yeah, when you're talking to a couple people that live there, and it's same vibe. Like if you're not from there, it can look one type of way, but when you're there, it's actually like a pretty cool city to live in. Yeah, well, Detroit's like kind of feeling itself a little bit too much right now. I feel like as far as like rent prices are concerned. Oh, okay, oh, they're man. they're back. Yeah, like it's. I'm I'm really happy that Detroit is like having a renaissance or whatever. But yeah. Uh, it's like the, the amount of rent. I'm like, is this New York? Like, yeah. uh, from what I've heard, anyway, I haven't looked into living there, but yeah. just the rent seems to be ridiculous. Jacksonville's pretty cheap. Yeah, what's chill about, about it? it? That's nice. For That's now. nice. Yeah, for now, compared to most Florida spots, for mm-hmm. sure. Until UNF blows up and becomes <laughs> a huge college. Sure. How's the uh, How's the music scene there? Great. Yeah. Sick. Shout That's outs really... Glazed, Runners High, Hensley, and Acid. Other Florida bands including intervention. yeah intervention, <laughs> other, roommates. other Florida bands including Tide Pools, Awesome Marriage, Palomino Blonde, Pool Kids originally although they're nationwide and on your side at this point but um, <laughs> no yeah the, the Jack scene smacks like it's super fun that's yeah, cool so people are really dedicated to it mm. right now and it's, it's awesome that's Blown good up. Uh, oops, sorry Sweet. that's your fine uh. We're actually, we've been out of town all of October, but there's been a lot of really cool shows while we've been on tour. That we've had to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, I mean, at least you have a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, our parent slip is verified. So. Yeah. Yeah. So how long is the tour that you guys are in right now? A the month. last, yeah. The last We're about halfway is... through right now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> how, right. Like how, how long ago in advance did you start like planning this shit out? uh like april probably so like we generally with like a tour that long you want to try to give yourself like at least six months to a year of like planning and booking and promoting so that you're not like trying to like get dates with a month left or anything but i mean we've 
pretty much no matter how much time you give yourself, you're still going to be yeah scrambling doing a little stuff bit. at the last minute. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's like, how many, how much touring experience do you guys have, like, as a band? Decent amount. Yeah. We've done a lot. We've done two week-longs and a ton of weekenders over the past year, but, I mean, nothing prepares you for this. So it's been definitely a different experience, but a better experience in some ways. That's cool. Sure. Is it fully DIY, or do you guys have any, like, label support or anything like that? <sighs> no, not no. yet. How long have you guys been at, like, as a, how long have you been a band? Three years. Three years? So, like, from the time you actually were officially a band or whatever, how long before you started, like, hitting the road? Really soon. Yeah, we, we did it pretty early on. We, we started doing Weekenders, like, definitely within the first year. Like, in the uh, first three months. Yeah. We played our first, our yeah. second gig ever was an out-of-town show in Orlando. And we just always, Florida's got, like, a lot of different scenes. Yeah, yeah. Where you can, you can get away with, like, like... You can tour all of Florida, basically. Michigan's like that, too. Yeah, that's what we were hearing. Yeah. Y'all have a really cool scene up here. Illinois. Yeah, Illinois yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Speaking of which, like, how, like, the places you have been to, what have what has been some of your favorite places to play, like, out, out of state? Um, Definitely here. Like, last night in Kalamazoo yeah. had a really cool vibe. That was great. Um, but where did you play in Kalamazoo? Uh, it's a place called The Greenhouse. Yeah. In, uh... Oh, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Kevin said he knows you. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's my buddy. Kevin's, he's a hoss, bro. <laughs> Big as hell. But yeah, I've heard him described in a number of ways. Hoss is accurate. He kind of reminds me of Bluto from Popeye, but if yeah. like Bluto was super nice, like it's like the inverse. <laughs> yeah. So Oblet or whatever it would be. He's I, I haven't been to his. That's his house, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's super I've, cool. I haven't been there yet. There's like five people living there. It's awesome. Oh wow. Yeah. That here in Louisiana have been my two favorites. Oh Louisiana, yeah, Louisiana was cool too. That was nice. Louisiana had just like really cool scene, really nice people, and like. We like stay at someone's house and they made us red beans and rice like just really? without asking. It was yeah. so good. Like a ton of it too, sausage. And- They'd probably be pissed off if you didn't eat it. Yeah. Like, what? That's nah. Nice. In the south, they'll be like, "Oh, I mean, bless your heart," and then they'll talk yeah, shit yeah, yeah. like after you leave, you know. But yeah, no, yeah. But there was no chance those weren't getting eaten. They were so good. Like half my family's from West Virginia, which is, they act like the south, even if they're not necessarily That's south. Yeah, it's south enough, you know. More uh, southern Florida, honestly. Yeah. But, like, they're the type that if they make food and you aren't hungry or you don't like it, it's, like, a criminal offense, you know? Like, <laughs> a lot it's of like, it's, a, it's, a, it's offensive to them, yeah. you know? Which is, which I find interesting. My mom can't cook, so I didn't grow up with oh, that. Really? <laughs> we were all kind of, like, it's, like, when you're on tour and you have a bad gig, that was, like, what dinner was like. Because it's yeah. kind of, like, everyone's like, ah, we'll get through it, you know? Right, <laughs> right. Do you find that, uh, as, the, like, how, how deep into the tour are you right now? Uh, about two weeks. Two weeks. We're yeah. starting our third week today. Actually. Yeah, we just yeah. Any burnout or like how would you guys how do you guys deal first with any week, burnout? First week felt like I had the most burnout. <laughs> now it's just like this weird like like he said like hey we're starting week three and we're all like nice like it's just yeah. like yeah. chill now like we've hit a rhythm that's good I think we've like yeah we really like found found a good way to like load in load out like we're we're very comfortable with our setup at this point yeah and like playing the set is like the most like easy part of everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like it's the like the driving and the sleeping are have been the two biggest like concerns, and really those aren't uh, even that that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very chill. Honestly, like easier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But and just trying to have fun along the way. Well, as long as it's like planned out in advance, you yeah. know where you're going. Yeah. I feel like the biggest things that would make it difficult would be like your car breaking down or so like the yeah. van we yeah where's some wood that. yeah that's good no but that's really, <laughs> we wouldn't have had such an easy or not such an easy time but there's been a lot of great people who have helped yeah, yeah, yeah like totally. it wouldn't have been possible without Definitely. all the support from and i think that's a really cool thing about where diy is right now is like you just meet a ton of people that are just interested in helping and like mm-hmm. and oh yeah doing as much as they can for you like um we we were kind of like um we were kind of worried because we didn't have anywhere to sleep in chicago and i just posted on facebook and like within a day like we had places to stay for like three nights that we weren't that we didn't have plans for that's Um, awesome and it's just it's been like that the whole time people are just super supportive um and it's it's really cool because like i don't know we're just doing this and right it's not we're not it's not like for glory or anything like it's just (laughs) something we wanted to do right 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 no that's that's what's up dude so like 
I was gonna ask. I forgot to ask. Now I'm gonna ask it. Like <laughs> when you're on tour, when you're playing such a long run, I've asked other bands this too. I'm just curious what your guys' answer is. Like as far as playing the set, does it get to be where it improves dramatically? Like from from the start to the finish, or does it? Do you do you ever get like sick of the songs? I uh... playing them every night, or is it get more more and more fun? It gets more, okay, so it's, like, bizarre, because I thought we were going to be two weeks in and be, like, super tight, <laughs> but it's, like, certain things get tighter, and then because of that, certain things start to suck more, so then, uh, like, you have to, like, practice certain things, but, you know, there have definitely been a couple sets on this tour where we got off stage, and I was like, I didn't feel like I had to try at any of that, mm-hmm. and, but in, like, not in a way where, like, I was phoning it in, but in a way where, like, I could just jam, like, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, that felt like a practice in a good way, you know, where, like, yeah. it was loose, and but we were still, like, hitting the parts we needed and stuff. Something That's I cool. didn't really anticipate was, like, how much the circumstances of the day affected, really. Because, yeah. like, if, you know, a long drive or, like, um, like, getting to the venue late or whatever, like, there's a lot of little things that that have changed the set, as as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um. So, so actually, yeah, that's, like, it's been very up and down really and there's really like nothing to predict it like it's it's just kind of we get on stage and play and it's it's, if it's good it's good if it's not good it's we try to improve it for the next time you just warm up and anytime anytime we do have like a chance to like for like stay at someone's house that we're like playing at the next day like we have like had I didn't expect to practice on tour, but we. Yeah. That's what I was gonna ask next. Yeah. Like when you when you yeah. fuck something up, is it if it's bad enough? Are you like yeah? We need to make time and like park yeah, we, the van <laughs> and practice. Oh god, yeah, it <laughs> hasn't been that bad. But, no, we've um, had a couple practice sessions like that. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. you you don't want to be like super hard on yourself because tour is hard already. And right, right, back home I can call. I have like kind of like a perfectionist streak that comes out really hard. But tour's been kind of cool because it's like you just play the set so many times, and it's like what yeah. David said. We're like. You really just start to realize, like, okay, we did warm up. We did practice this to a Met. We haven't played it for five days. But this basement smells like someone threw up in it six years ago and they didn't clean it up. Yeah. So none of us are on our A game or, like, none of us really slept well last night. Right. And you, it just made me a lot more forgiving in my head of both myself and, like, just the band in general. Like, eh, we did our best, you know? There's also, like, you could be playing at Carnegie Hall and I think a few fuck-ups go unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah, that's you the know? other thing. And at the end of the day, if, like, if people like it and come up to you at the end of the show, and they're like, dude, that was sick. So we're more, like, it's really more about the energy that yeah. you, that the type of vibe you have as a band, I feel like. And I've I've noticed some of my favorite acts fuck a few things up. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's how you play it off, and it's, like, how you recover, and it's, it's yeah. more about, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. You know? We were listening to Ice Age yesterday, and there are yeah. parts of that record where I'm like, they kept that, but like the energy yeah. is just so sick that you like, yeah, you like see right past it because it's going, it's just so much fun. And it keeps going, you know. Right, right, right. So, um, what kind of music do you guys play? If you had to describe it, like, what do, what are some of like some influences or some uh, similar bands? Well, influences for this band because I write a lot of the music. Uh, is definitely like current bands would be Prince Daddy and the Hyena, a little bit of Mom Jeans, um, definitely like Kississippian bands in that genre. Okay, all time faves that are always going to come out my songwriting, whether I want them to or not, is definitely like Hum, uh, Silver Some Pickups, Slow Dive, like stuff like okay, that. Okay, Silver Some Pickups, I know. Yeah, that band smacks. Yeah, uh, and but in the car, what we've been doing lately is like part of tours, like. We're going to places I've never been before. Like I didn't even know Kalamazoo existed until last night. <laughs> so it like, seems like a made-up name. It does. Place. Like it felt yeah. very. I like, thought it was like the Flintstones character, like the the Great Kazoo or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I felt Doctor Seussian where we were going to yeah. get there and Bert and Ernie were like, okay, load in. Right. Some of the haircut. Honestly, Bert and Ernie predicate a lot of DIY fashion nowadays with like <laughs> yeah. the haircuts and the striped shirts, shirts yeah. and like Jeez. we've played with bands that were Bert and Ernie, but. The, the rolled up jeans of the, the dude. Voice. Okay, uh, this but, uh, this brings up a, a, a beef I have. Oh, Not a beef, no. but but a gripe. I just feel like someone, like a band, will get famous <laughs> and then everyone starts dressing exactly like them. Yeah, like yeah. I saw Citizen blew up and then yeah. all of a sudden those rolled up jeans. The whole band has them. Yeah, I'm like, do you guys discuss this or <laughs> like? And the whole band will have it, and then you start or turnovers another one. Yeah, where everyone starts dressing exactly like them, and I'm like, oh, do you like turnover? And I'm just like, 
uh, but I, mean, I have a little have bit of been doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Kind of just a matter of like fad, fads of the time. It is true. I just like, I don't know. I just feel like the, the what the way to go about it is to take little bits of it and make it yeah. your own. Instead of being like I mean, a, it comes down to like how influential you are. Like, because um, there's you know if there's bands that get that big that nobody dresses like them, you know, and it's so it's just true. a matter of like how how much do you influence people, kind of. Also, yeah. just certain looks go. Yeah. Like if you're like if you're like a bro that got into citizen because someone on your lacrosse team listens to him, and you're yeah. like, okay, well, I do own jeans, so I can. <laughs> I definitely have like a Nike hat somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's just like I don't know. So a lot of that stuff to me is just more like they know their audience. Yeah. But no one dresses like us. So what I'm saying is, be yourself, kids. Yeah. 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 But no, we've been um, as far as the influence. Back to the influence thing. Um, I think you were about to say the, yeah. how we've been going and meeting people and just getting like their recommendations and jamming them. Yeah, stuff yeah. we've never heard. Before. Some have been good, some have been pretty bad. But it's good to hear like it's good to just have like an ear on the pulse of like the scene stuff and be like, what are you guys like? You know, like, right, right, right. Found some awesome bands because of it too. Yeah. So it's been like really sick. Are you guys on tour with any other bands, or are you just nah. doing doing your own thing? We we tried to set it up where we do stints with a certain band in a region, um, and that way. You know, we could like share poll and yeah, and kind of like uh, name build a little. If you're if you're hitting the Midwest, it might be smart to grab a band that's exactly. blowing up in the Midwest. Kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, but that, that fell through very quickly. Very very and, fast. Uh, yeah, and so it just kind of became. Honestly, we we don't we like to kind of just be the touring band um, on a lineup and, and get the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, well, not to say not, that that's your like that's that your motive. Money, but like, right, right, right. You know, I mean, I love like having multiple days with the same band too like it's it's really it's sick we've had um, wonder kid and camp edwards were two that we've had like two two day stints with yeah, yeah and, and both smacked awesome. yeah. yeah and that's we had cool. we were supposed to have another one later on but that isn't gonna work out nope um so pretty much like we're, we're we've had our our two day stints now and uh and they were both awesome yeah. that's cool so it's it's really take it or like take it or leave it like it doesn't it doesn't bother us really either way. Um, it just didn't work out for the most part. Now, I I haven't asked a lot of bands this, but I want to more. But without starting shit and without naming any names, but in three years as a band, have you ever like made not enemies with a band? But are there All definitely right. bands that you so don't that you guys don't out. get along? Fuck six nine, yeah, fuck right. the nine tree bloods. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I no. just think that's curious because like everyone is so supportive and everyone is so nice. I just feel like the law of averages states that you would have to have some beefs or like you, some people that I, I don't think, get along. I think know? it's more of a preservation thing, though. And like the the default is to try to like not have those in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Unless like in, unless somebody like really, really like fucks you over. Like for the most part, it's more like I'm going to stay away from them as opposed to like really like starting, you know, like. Yeah. And really, what is the beef going to be? Like, yeah. two DIY bands are going to fight. Like, if anything, it'll just right. be calling out on Twitter or, like, yeah. something like that. So, like, really, like, the in the best interest of, like, the scene and, like, every pretty much everybody else, like, generally, like, we just we, we just try to stay away from the, uh, that group. We don't yeah, get down naturally. on the internet or none of that. Yeah. Like, there have been people who have had, like, beefs with, like, us, and I'll just, like, call them. I'll be like... Because, yeah. like, my whole thing is, like, you're going to you're gonna have my name in, my ma- in like, your mouth... We'll just have an adult conversation. Yeah, and so many beefs I hear about, like the scene, are like, "Oh yeah, so and so said this." Yeah, so and so. I'm like, talk, "Can y'all like, just text yeah, each other?" Because like, yeah, it's it's a very bizarre. I think when bands beef, at the end of the day, it's more like two people in the band have a problem, like in each band. And if you just yeah, like, yeah, 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 just make them text, like, right, fucking, you know, rest and piss, but brand new. Like when they were beefing with Taking Back Sunday, I feel oh, like they sold it, albums off of that. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> That's the other thing too. Like, if, if we capitalize on it, if yeah. you're gonna be in a beef, you should just bite down and like release yeah. a diss track. But like, yeah. which would be hilarious, like DIY diss track. But I don't know, man. It's just oh, not. It, it happens for sure. But they don't. Not, but no one in DIY bleeding. like name drops. Yeah. So it's not like I don't know. So my whole thing is just like I'm just kind of like, if you're gonna have a problem, we're not in a scene where that's really prioritized or prized. Like yeah. everyone is so sportive and nice. So like, yeah, yeah. Just text them, man. Like, it's not... Yeah, um, right, right. These are right. cheesy. Right. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school. Have you guys had any, like, um, mishaps 
on tour not necessarily this one but if you had like some like oh shit moments or like just like funny story we left his backpack in new orleans and i had to like assassin's creed and climb up the fence to get it yeah we couldn't figure out how to turn the dome lights off in our van (laughs) oh yeah yeah this was like the first three days the first three days we were um yeah because the first show in miami was when we realized yeah and we all got out of the van and came back and the the inside like ceiling dome lights were still on and uh it took us like three days to figure it out well we didn't figure it out yeah. we were yeah. pulling a fuse out and we yeah. we had like so many theories like there was like a, maybe we got wd-40 the hatches and it was like maybe it's a fuse and then we yeah. went to an advanced auto parts because the engine light also turned on we were like oh my god like oh, the alternator yeah. and the guy literally was like basically making fun of us and he just reached in turned a switch and was yeah. like there you have it. Turn them off. <laughs> and then we were like, oh. <laughs> also, shout outs to Miguel in Miami for taking out the first fuse and getting it right. Yeah, that was, was sick. Awesome. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I think it's this one. And like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So we were able to get by until. For like three days until we went to Advanced Auto Party and the guy laughed at us. Yeah. How many members of Teen Divorce does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Honestly, it, it took five if you count, if you yeah, count you know, Perry at the Pensacola. It took like yeah. people, yeah. Yeah. Perry. <laughs> I don't know what his name was, but if you're listening, shout to out. To be fair, though, we got free waffles stopping there. So Yeah. yeah. They had an Ego truck at Walmart. Yeah. And, I yeah. got chicken and waffles and uh, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I got, yeah. It was sick. Nice. That's how the South is. Just corporations have just been like pumping poison into it for centuries. <laughs> but every once in a while, you'll like turn a corner and it'll be like, hey, the Ego truck's here. And you're like, yeah. So no, right. more, no more free Chipotle for bands, but shout out Ego. Shout yeah. Out <laughs> well, uh, God, I hate to cut it short, but I do got to get going here soon. So, uh, <laughs> But I know. <laughs> no, it's because like I have to go to this show, going to see the early November. Oh, no, is that tonight? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. Fuck. Great. Where is that yeah. at? Oh, yeah. He was freaking out. And I'm over here like, oh, yeah, that's sick, man. Like, when when do they play? <laughs> like, right. No. Yeah. But uh, I want to give you guys a chance to like plug anything. Um, you know, our single is pool. Yeah, it's out. Uh, we collabed with uh, Melissa from Boston Marriage. Um, it's doing well, and uh, we really like that song. We play it live a lot, so definitely yeah. worth listening to. And, memorizing the lyrics uh we have some some big projects and big plans coming out next year um some big touring ideas and new music new music and just uh just yeah don't don't sleep on us because we got a lot of stuff coming yep basically where's uh what are your like your social links and all that stuff at teen divorce on pretty much everything yeah teen divorce teen divorce dot bandcamp uh we, we we try to keep it pretty simple. We Spotify, yeah, yeah, Spotify, Ooh, streaming, yeah. We're on pretty much everything, including title. Oh, really? Yeah. Jay Z yeah. loves us. Yeah, yeah, because that well, ludicrous mean... doesn't. That's another story. Oh, hey Jen. <laughs> hey. Uh, but uh, who are you guys playing with tonight? Uh, our, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Uh, bombastic dream pussy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Parkway and Columbia and Normal Park. Oh, nice! Yeah, is that a, is it a good lineup? Yeah, yeah, I know all of them. They're uh, they're nice. really they're really cool. Bombastic they're... Dream Pussy. Yes. Okay, yeah. this is. And that what name. is that? Can you explain the bands real quick? Uh, they're like kind of grungy. Okay, so grungy, oh, okay, like great. noise rock. Nice. Parkway nice. Columbia is uh, Tyler's a homie. Uh, that's what's up yeah he uh i'll let him know you went till early november <laughs> yeah yeah instead of his, his yeah. show uh no but they're like they remind me of like death cab motion city soundtrack Sick. awesome that's awesome yeah. um and normal park is it's got like it's it's got like some post hardcore to it but okay. not like there's no there's not like screaming or anything but it's like it's like heavier emo i think cool that yeah. sounds like an awesome lineup yeah yeah it's gonna be good they're all i've Play with Normal Park before. They're really cool. What band are you in? Uh, we're called In a Daydream. Cool. That sounds yeah. really shoegazy. Anything you want it, to plug? It kind of is, but like, well, I mean, it's my podcast, so I can <laughs> plug it all the time. But uh, it's it's like, it's got some shoegaze to it, but it's also got like pop punk influences. Like, nice. definitely like influenced by bands like Manchester Orchestra, Sick. things like that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So we're recording right now, so there's nothing out, but we're working on it. Hell yeah, man. That's super awesome. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, well, let me cut this.
Okay, and that is it for this one. Um, like I said, I'm probably going to put out a solo episode here, try to get some bands on Discord to come by. Um, you know, hope everybody's hanging in there. And, you know, hopefully this episode was an hour of not thinking so much about how everything's fucking wild right now. But take care of yourselves. See you guys next time. What a weird thing to say also because it's just an audio podcast. So like, you get it. Whatever. Bye.